Welcome to Something Blue, wedding planning with a 21st century bride and groom. My name is Aaron. I'm the bride. My name is Maxwell. I'm the groom. Today marks 497 days until our wedding day. Just a disclaimer, these are our personal opinions and experiences. This is not a commentary on anyone else's choices in their wedding planning process or marriage. <laughs> Do you, bitch? So let's get into it. Why did you laugh at me? Um, Because at the time of this recording... <laughs> Um, we just got back from the hospital because Aaron, right after we finished our workout, Mm -hmm. uh, decided to fall in the parking lot. I didn't decide. It just happened. I did (laughs) not make that decision. And sprained the shit out of her ankle. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) we're... We're in a mood today. Yeah, I um, <laughs> you know, like those parking bumps, like that they put there to make sure, hey, don't like hit the curb. Well, I'm a dum dum, and I was like, whoop, I'm just gonna walk over this little bump to get to the car, and um, yeah, my ankle just like rolled all the way around, and I <laughs> fell, and like. I thought it was fine and I told Max like no I'm fine I just gotta get up and then I started to get up and I could not put pressure on Mm -hmm. my foot Uh, and then I noticed I was like wow I can feel it expanding and he was like that's not what it's supposed to look like (laughs) so we went to urgent care and the doctor walked in looked at my x-ray said it's not broken Bye bye. <laughs> so, Basically. yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty painful sprain right now. It's, it's, uh, we're nursing it. Yeah. We're, so, we're <laughs> uh, for accidents like this, um, it's fortunate that it wasn't close to our wedding day because, yeah. segue into our episode, uh, the episode title is Should We Just Elope? You know, I mean, and I feel it, like yeah. if, if you get injured like the week before our wedding, uh, <laughs> We're just gonna call off the ceremony and be like, "Nope, Aaron's hurt. This oh is just not God. happening." Mm, there's no way I would just <laughs> decorate my wheelchair, paint it white, roll up. <laughs> God, and then I think about my dress. Oh my God, I wouldn't even be able to fit in a wheelchair. Ugh, tragic. We'll just, you know, trash bag you, zip zip <laughs> up your your wedding dress, and so when we get to the altar. Mm-hmm. We're going to hide that little scooter thing underneath <gasps> you, yeah. underneath your dress. Mm-hmm. So it looks like you were standing the whole time. You know what? I'll just have all of the groomsmen carry me and I'll like lay on a surfboard. <laughs> 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 no, luckily we still have, uh, you know what? Another good 16 months and some change. Yeah. So hopefully my my sprain will be better by then. I'm pretty sure it will. I, but I there's no know. guarantee you won't do it again. That was personal and hurtful. (laughs) That was funny. When we were in the hospital, the nurse was like, was it a personal injury? And I looked at her with such confusion and I was like, what are the other types of injuries? (laughs) And she was like, oh, like, did someone else do this to you? And I was like, oh, no, no, it was fully my fault. fault. I was like, I mean, it was kind of the parking bump, but it was mostly me. And she was like, some people sue for that. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can get away with that. (laughs) (laughs) So today's episode, uh, we'll be talking about eloping and the pros and cons and stuff like that. Also, the common misconceptions of eloping, because Mm -hmm. honestly, up until really recently, and I'm going to say that due to COVID, it's kind of become more um, socially like, oh, why don't you just elope? Yeah. And not to say that it wasn't acceptable before. We will go through the history in a second. But like most people, when you think of eloping, you think of like running away and getting married. You know what I mean? Um, And most people at some point in their planning process will say, should we just elope? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because honestly, 
there are so many pros to this, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a stereotype. Like I, I truly think about eloping so often, especially since we've postponed. Yeah. Like they say that like, you'll think about eloping more and more as you dive into the planning. Mm-hmm. And that is honestly such a fully valid thought. Yeah, exactly. And like more people since COVID have, have opted for eloping and loved it. Yeah. I went down to the records office, uh, like yesterday and mm-hmm. while I was in there, I was in there for maybe half an hour and I saw three couples getting their marriage licenses and like saying the I do's with the yeah the person, like the glass in between them and the, the person sitting in their desk chair, you right. know, and uh, they all were super happy, yeah. you know, They're but just, uh, just full of joy to be yeah. there. Yeah. And like, I think that that, that visual is what people commonly think of with they, when they think of eloping either that or like running away to vegas mm-hmm. but that's honestly a common misconception now like courthouse weddings people get married like that all the time i mean like you and i when we decide to do it on paper like that's what we're gonna do too mm-hmm. even though we yeah. are having a big ceremony just because like it, i think it's kind of annoying like to pause to do paperwork in the middle of your ceremony <laughs> yeah but anyway um honestly like the common misconception is that eloping is like spur of the moment and it's only you and your partner And like this is like that thought of like running away or finding like a quick fix, a shotgun situation, you know, all of those things. In the reality, like it's it's just a very small ceremony, either somewhere casual like the courthouse or somewhere like gorgeous, exotic, lavish, you know, because you have the money to travel or to put more focus on those things since it's only like between two and like 15 people, Mm -hmm. you know. And so that, especially since COVID, I feel like elopements have really like not just become more like socially acceptable, but honestly, like become such a a good option. Yeah. Like, I think they've always been a good option, but more people now, like, I think I think one of the one of the few good things to come out of like experiencing this pandemic is that people are sh- like putting more focus on the things that really matter. Yeah. Like less material, less showboaty, like elopements, especially since COVID and these like micro ceremonies and these, you know, all of those things that have come out of this. I really do feel like it is just so focused on the couple and the love and like what is really important. And I love that. Yeah. I don't think that elopements are a bad idea at all. There's this concept of the spirit of the law versus like the letter of the law. Mm -hmm. And it's like doing things not based on what the expectation is for, you know, whatever the rule is, Mm -hmm. um, but going by what it's meant to be, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what, or like what you interpret it as. Well, not even just, but what the rule is supposed to, to accomplish, you know? So then what is the rule that you're talking about? So like the the elopement thing, you know, we talk about the stereotypes of that mm-hmm. and and, you know, people think, oh, you have to get married a certain way. Right. And where people are like, no, we're, we don't have to get married any any which way. There's there's not really a, a strict rule for that. Mm-hmm. What matters is this. And so people are finding that elopements are catering to what what actually matters. You know, yeah. the spirit of the law is what actually matters in the in mm-hmm. the rule or whatever. Yeah, and I found and this is so interesting cuz the like deeper that we dive into wedding planning and I'm watching like friends and family doing the same thing at the same time, 
it's really interesting to see what people think is like something you have to do. Yeah. Cause like we were talking about, um, I, you know, we're, we're not ready to share it on the pod yet, but we're like, <laughs> uh, experimenting with different ways to, uh, frame our ceremony. And I was talking about it with a friend who is also wedding planning. And she was like, wait, don't you have to do certain things to make it legal? And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, yeah. all you have to do is say, I do, I do. And have somebody who is ordained say, I now pronounce you like, yeah. like you just saw in the courthouse. All they did was raise up their hands, say, I do. They kissed and then they signed the papers like that. They didn't it. have to raise their hands or kiss. Yeah, like exactly. it's, it's just a I do. I do sign done, you know, and that's the only thing that that has to happen, which yeah. I think is super cool, which means that you can get married pretty much any fucking way you want you yeah know, whatever you want to do yeah exactly and so it was just really interesting that i was like no actually the sign she was like oh i could have <laughs> sworn and i'm like nope i mean like i i was like girl i know i'm doing the research on it like i know <laughs> um but yeah and that and that's what i think is really interesting especially because we're like you know um looking at different ways to we're uh, playing around with it yeah we would like form the ceremony and I asked them the reason that we were talking about it was because I was like, do you think that certain things not being there or being there in a different way is going to be jarring to our guests? And one of my friends said yes. The other one said no. <laughs> uh, and I, it was, I basically decided I don't care what my guests think, <laughs> 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 which I think is the best way to go about it, yeah. uh, because I like the idea and we'll, we'll talk about it another time. But that's what's so beautiful about elopements is that they're there not only is there no expectation mm -hmm. other than like you know both parties saying yes and then having somebody be like cool you're good but also you don't have to worry about what the other guests think if you don't mm -hmm. want to or there won't be any guests <laughs> exactly or there will be like the closest of the closest mm -hmm. people to you like i know if we were to elope and have like a small ceremony i would either want it to be just you and me or i would want it to be like let's see my parents my brother and sister abby your parents your brothers might be there but they might not be because yeah. they have to work and my mm -hmm. grandma and grandpa and your grandma would probably want to be there so there would be like 11 people max yeah and that that's like that sounds really nice at times <laughs> yeah when I'm like resending, save the dates and change the dates. And when I'm looking at the, you know, catering bill and stuff, it just sounds so nice to have a gathering for 11 people. Yeah. And can you imagine how much pizza we get if <gasps> we're the only ones eating? Yes. <laughs> that whole buffet just for us. Right. So before I talk myself into eloping again, <laughs> uh, let's talk about what elopement actually means. Mm -hmm. So the a word elope can be traced back to... Uh, uh, 1338 actually mm. where this is a really interesting where i sorry i'm about to call myself out if you say something's really interesting it usually isn't yeah <laughs> like, yeah like you know when you're like oh my god this is so funny and then you say something it's like it's usually not very funny yeah i said that to my therapist the other day he was talking and he said something and he looks at me and goes that's deep and i looked back at him and go if you have to say it's deep, is it deep? And he laughed for like five minutes. <laughs> and then he like just, he was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Do you think you use humor as a coping mechanism? <laughs> I said, Winsley, sir. 
God. So anyway, eloping uh, can be traced back to 1338, where it was defined as the act of a wife leaving her husband to run off with her lover. Hey, I know. (laughs) So then that's what it (laughs) meant (laughs) until it was kind of like slang ish. Right. So it was like, oh, they eloped. You know, it's like the very act of like, okay, the wife is not happy with the husband. Peace out. I'm going to go marry someone else. Uh, And then in 1800, it evolved to mean lovers who run away to get married to each other, not to get away from a spouse. Okay. It also just very technically means uh, like to slip away or leave. Like that's from the Latin like derivation of it. So, you know, it's it's kind of. So we elope after act one. (laughs) Yeah, basically. So like and, and that's kind of like when you think of the stereotypes around elopements, think about where. It was first used in society. It was kind of a taboo thing. Yeah. And so if you're talking about elopements and like your grandma is like unsettled by it, it might be because there are some roots to kind of how it was used in society beforehand. Now, that was in, you know, the 1300s up till the 1800s. But still, you know, generational trauma runs deep. Yeah. And I think, (laughs) you know, the definition for elopement just, you know, just in everybody's minds is different Mm -hmm. as time goes on. Like. Even, you know, five or six years ago, elopements could be seen as, oh, okay, whatever you're doing. Well, you kind of, you technically eloped. Technically, yeah. Because, like, you just got married the first time and didn't tell anybody, right? Didn't you say that you didn't tell anybody until after it happened? Like, even your family? No, I I told my parents that it was going to happen. Did they want to come out? No. Oh. No, I think think it was just like, hey, we're going to do this. Um, and you know, they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, oh, that's and interesting. my parents would be like, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I think my parents are a little confused, but I don't think that like, I think you were at a point in your life, bec- the way you've talked about it before, where like, I feel like they knew that no matter what they said, you were going to do it anyway. Yeah. I'm a whole, I'm my whole own ass person. Yeah. So own 21 year old brilliant person. <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant stretching it <laughs> but anyway so people when it meant like to leave uh with your lover people would put out pay no debts ads for wives who had run away what does that mean so click on this link because it's amazing we, i found um a few ads from like the newspaper in this one is from oh May 17th, 1793. Okay, you want to read this in like a dramatic 1700s voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas my wife, Elizabeth Humbert, hath eloped from my bed and board, and the second time I therefore forewarn all persons of either trusting or lending her on my accounts, as I am determined to pay no debts by her contracted. Michael Humbert, Hagerflown, May 17th, 19, er, 1793. NB. All persons, whatever, are hereby positively forbid to harbor her on her account, uh, whatever, as they shall answer for their contract. Why am I able to read this and not cursive? <laughs> Max can't read cursive. Like, this is, <laughs> this is so, like, smudgy Ooh. and blurry and just weirdly written all the s's look like f's well it but was I can, on a typewriter you can yeah, tell but i can read this just not cursive god what the hell one of my favorite things about you is that you can't read cursive <laughs> yeah uh, amazing so yeah so 
that was an elopement announcement. So basically what he what he's saying is um she's left me. Um don't and, help her. Yeah, don't help her and if you do, I'm not uh legally mm-hmm. um contracted to reimburse you. Yeah. Basically. A pay no debts ad. Yeah, exactly. That is wild to me. So then people also used to think, so this is like when it started to evolve to mean like that you just ran away with someone, mm-hmm. not that you're like leaving your spouse. Um because that actually like that was a thing for a really long time, but then it died out like pretty like pretty quickly like it was like really popular like we said from like the 1300s till the 1800s and then it like starkly changed and people still left their husbands it just wasn't called eloping anymore and um i think i know the reason for that but anyway um (laughs) we'll talk about it in a second so people in like the 1900s used to think that their loved ones like daughters right um sons friends that they had run away as in like they were missing and it (laughs) turned out that they had just eloped with their partner. And so then people like loved ones and worried people would be like publishing their missing Mm -hmm. in the paper. And then when they were found, it would be posted in the newspaper like this. It says Maggie eloped (laughs) (laughs) January 1st, 1901. A discovery has been made that Maggie Joel who mysteriously disappeared 10 days ago and was supposed to have been supposed to have been murdered murdered and kidnapped eloped with a man named john watson and went east and went east (laughs) so they're just like no worries she just eloped but they put that in the paper yeah because but like they had said like hey she was missing 10 days ago it turns out yeah just Just to let everybody know that oh hey she's fine we don't have to look for her anymore we semi know where she is well what is she gonna do text her mom like hey by the way got married bye no (laughs) yeah snail mail was exactly that slow they went east (laughs) love that so um this the um concept of uh runaway marriage changed uh from like running away with a lover and leaving your spouse to just running away together most likely due to um the famous greta green runaway marriage what is that um you actually know of it when we were watching bridgerton they talk about it talking about running away to greta green in scotland and getting married where you don't need so okay in the (laughs) middle of the 18th century uh english law um Lords approved new laws to tighten marriage arrangements. So couples had to reach the age of 21 before they could marry without parents' consent. And their marriage had to take place in a church. Okay. So the whole concept of Bridgerton, basically, it's like where they're like, you know, um, courting and they're putting their daughters and sons up for eligibility and they match them and stuff before they turn 21 so that they could keep money within families and keep, you know, status right. within families. Um, so in because s- if, if they were unmarried by the time they turned 21, they kind of had autonomy. Yes. Okay. That. And, um, yeah, certain like money, like their dowry would basically like expire. Oh yeah. Um, and so then so, no one would marry you cause they'd get exactly, no money out of it. Exactly. Exactly. And so it was like, a, that's why in Bridgerton they were like my seasons, my seasons, because they only have so many seasons right. until they like opt 
out of getting married. But in Scotland, you can marry on the spot in a simple marriage by declaration or hand fasting ceremony. Um, and that that's like that Gaelic uh, right. Celtic tradition. Um, and this only required two witnesses and assurance from the couple that they were both free to marry. So that basically they weren't already attached mm-hmm. yeah. and that they were willing uh-huh. like today. Um, and so this provided couples with like a safe place to marry that's still recognized that was still recognized by wherever they were from because right. even though it was like an English law and they moved to they like ran off to Scotland to get married, the marriage was still recognized in England. Right. Because like even though the laws were different, it was still the same general area and it was still a recognized marriage. Like if you get married, if you and I got married in like India, it would still be recognized that we were married. Like, yeah, exactly. But the laws and like where we got married, it would have to depend on, like, you know, what we would have to do during the ceremony. So The, the yeah. age of consent, consent for marriage is, yes. like, younger in Scotland, and mm-hmm. so that's what, okay. It's just like, you know. Well, and they don't have those, they didn't the restrictions. have a, the restrictions. Uh, yeah. they, they were like, anybody can get married over a certain mm-hmm. age. You just have to, like, say that you want to, basically. So that's why, like, I mean, not to give away, you should watch Bridgerton if you haven't, <laughs> but, like, one of the girls had a situation and mm-hmm. they were trying to run away to Scotland to go yeah. and to go and get married. Uh, and that didn't end up happening. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, in Europe, the legal drinking age is like 15. Still? I think so. Oh, I would Google that before you be sharing it on the pod. Well, as of. Uh, as of like 12 years ago, it was. Oh, 12 years ago. <laughs> When you were what, eighteen? Yeah, that was probably why. Cause you were like, I can go to Europe and drink. Well, some of my friends were like, we can go to Europe and drink. Ew. Yeah, I've never pegged you as a drinker though. Like, I really am not. You're you're just not. So, no. I mean, you've never seen me drunk. I'm glad to have I've, not seen. I've it. only been drunk maybe like five times in my entire you know career as a human being. So, career as a human being. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so basically, elopements do have a history of controversy because mm-hmm. it has evolved and changed so many times. Um, and nowadays they have evolved, um, especially since like we don't really do that like marriage Courtship for. Stuff, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think to a certain degree, people still participate in some of that. Like, um, like, like there's still a legal age. You know, oh, well, yeah. and there's permission for those who are younger, and that probably, yeah, that probably results in an elopement. Um, right? no, because my grandparents got married when my grandma was 16, but my my great grandma did have to give permission. Yeah, yeah, like um, because he was 18, right? He was 19, he, he was 19 and she was 16. Yeah. Um, I looked at him all weird when we were talking about, I was like, ew, you're gross. And he was like, that was a different time. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but yeah, she had to get permission from her mom and then they ended up having like a big, a big wedding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can see where like, just really depending on your situation, like throughout history, elopements have evolved to really just kind of fit whatever people needed at the time. Yeah. Also, I didn't until very recently, like when covid was really big and i didn't realize that eloping meant small ceremonies i thought that it was i I thought eloping was just like you go and you don't tell anybody you know well yeah i mean there's no strict rule that 
it has to be secret. It just usually well, is. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing. It's not usually. Really? Really. But most people just assume that because you see it in media, that that's what kind of elopement, elopement still means. And then thinking back to the history of it, just socially speaking, um, eloping is usually equivocated to, like we said, running away or shotgun situation. Yeah, I think in media it's mostly represented mm-hmm. by the Vegas wedding kind it's, of thing. And usually that's a runaway situation. Exactly. But it's that's really not statistically like a large amount of elopements that's like a fraction of it yes but the only fraction represented really in media right because that's the exciting definition you know that's the (laughs) like you know um i guess so but like they've evolved to be like basically alternatives to large weddings that are cost effective they're intimate and they're extremely desirable for couples yeah i think um when i told you i was at the records office two of those mm-hmm. couples were older yeah you know it was probably their their second marriage for some of them mm-hmm. and it's just that they're like it we don't we don't want a big shindig we want to be married and, yeah. and that's cool you know we're we're older we've had that kind of before yeah um we're just more interested in being together yeah and like the elopements that we're talking about that's not even really that that's just like a courthouse ceremony but elopements um as they've moved through like basically like during the seven like the 70s and 80s weddings experienced an overhaul on like social expectations and they became much more of a social event um moving forward with like the free love mentality and they were challenging a lot of traditions so people Mm, um whereas weddings prior were usually a little more intimate um, they were usually like, you know, uh, a smaller thing. They be- they became really big social events, kind of, you know, showboaty. So when this movement of weddings happened, so did the idea of elopements. So this is also around the time that the wedding industry really boomed and wedding they became upsettingly expensive for everyone yeah. beforehand. Like only people that were like of higher class and higher social sta- standing could have a big lavish wedding. But with the expectations changing for weddings and them like basically being expected to be really large, um, the wedding industry like inflated prices mm-hmm. and everything like right around the 80s and 90s. Um and so then elopements basically evolved to mean very, very small, intimate gatherings. That's it. That's the, the only difference is big and small? Yeah, just the size. Oh, okay. Um, and usually, and there's different types of elopements too. Um, and we will go through those after the break. Break. And we're back. That was terrifying. <laughs> I just you told, make me laugh. I told a joke and then hit record. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> Ugh, that okay. Anyway, um, so <laughs> so we have uh, a couple different types of elopements um, that have just kind of been like uh, classified through research and kind of how people like to put things in categories oh i love putting things in categories yeah exactly so just (laughs) so it just satisfies my brain yeah so here we go putting things in categories i love it so the first type of elopement is a simple elopement um (laughs) stop so this is like uh the very minimal planning minimal guests if any at all 
um, oftentimes just a couple of witnesses or close friends, parents, like we named, you know, like our basically our very close family. Yeah. Um, your wedding attire and maybe a bouquet. Um, often couples will include the traditional essentials like a photographer, um, maybe a hairdresser, an officiant, and like maybe some cake or dessert. Um, people will plan these elopements for places like parks, um, even city hall, uh, like a home or a backyard is really popular and like even a restaurant. And then you can kind of like mix and match. So you can do city hall and then go to a restaurant. You can do a park and then go to your home for yeah. a little reception. Like it's basically a very, very, very small wedding. Yeah. Like my friend I told you about, um, mm-hmm. she, uh, for her mom, yeah. she had a budget of like a hundred dollars. It did this really cute beach wedding for them. Mm-hmm. It was real nice. Yeah, know? exactly. And that would be a, a little elopement. Basically, yeah. people like to categorize elopements as just just something really intimate um, that doesn't require too many vendors, maybe doesn't require like a venue per se. Like, of course, you're going to have it at a place, but it doesn't yeah. have to be an event venue. It can be, you know, just kind of like. Yeah. And like, I think like they like. Yeah. They went to like dinner afterwards and that was like. Yeah. Yeah, at a restaurant. Yeah, and you get a reservation for maybe 10, 15 people, even if you want that many. Yeah. Um, some people just, like, they go and they it'll be like I, – I know that traditionally speaking, like, um, people will do, like, the couple, maybe their best man and maid of honor, mm-hmm. um, an officiant and a photographer. Yeah. Uh, and then if they're close to their parents, maybe they'll include their parents. Um, but oftentimes I've seen like people who are planning on elopements, either their parents can't attend for whatever reason, um, or they choose not to because maybe they're not super thrilled with, you know, opting out of a big wedding, whatever, whatever the case, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody has their own reasons. But then number two is the destination elopement. This is like the running to Vegas idea, but you can go anywhere. Like, these are the same elements of a simple elopement, just in a more exotic location. So something really popular people have done uh, lately is doing, like, a hike up to an elopement location. So, like, they'll, like, go and even, like, the girl, like, in her dress, she will hike up this mountain and they will get married. Yeah. They will get married, like, on the cliffside. And it will just be, like... The two of them, their officiant and their photographer. I've seen a lot of gorgeous little elopements. Wedding dress and hiking boots. That is fucking awesome. I know. I <laughs> I, I could never, especially with the <laughs> swelling that's happening in my ankle. I'll blame it on the swelling. Yeah. But really, I'm just not that person. Well, luckily, we have a year and some change to, uh, oh, to heal. Oh, to get to the place where I... Sir, if you think that I am someone who's going to hike period end of sentence you're marrying the wrong person we went on a hike last week and i about died it was fun it was fun after i was finished yeah (laughs) i was like wow like looking back i had a a nice time but the entire time miserable yeah no it was it was hot and it was steep (laughs) but i did it yeah. But am uh, I going to do that in a wedding dress? The answer is no. No, I wouldn't either. There are so many people that are better than me and I Actually, applaud you know them what? for that. I would in a wedding dress. I would I would go up there in a wedding dress if I, you would accompany me. I I It depends. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't have to be in a wedding dress, then maybe. 
but yeah so that's like a big popular thing <laughs> people are doing lately well and, and that's like it's it's so cool too and the, the it, it kind of pushes it to be smaller mm-hmm. because you're not going to be able to transport 100 people you know if if we went to greece it would probably be just you me and like maybe four other people who would go maybe my my parents would try i think your parents would try like but like my my grandma you're like my grandparents your grandma like maybe not make maybe they wouldn't be able to travel like my brothers couldn't do it mm -mm, you know It, it would be really really hard so that's like people opt for that because you know they want to keep it intimate oh yeah and I because love it. who the fuck doesn't want to get married in greece like that's <laughs> I know. cool well in the other common places so like yeah vegas is huge like we said yeah. it's the number one like destination wedding and something you have to understand destination weddings and destination elopements the only difference is the amount of people you have truly yeah like that's it really um so these labels like we're just talking about the concept of tiny weddings that's it yeah um or really it's honestly ceremonies an elopement is just a ceremony and then you can do whatever you want to do afterwards um but the whole concept of like oh we're gonna go elope it's like we're kind of opting out of the traditional structure of ceremony cocktail hour reception Mm -hmm. like we're gonna kind of do things differently the difference i think between the destination elopement and the wedding is my aunt had a wedding in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's like just outside the strip of Vegas is this nice little lodge thing. It was really really cool, mm-hmm. and for all of us that was like a four hour drive. So it's kind of a destination. Yeah, you know, it's not that far, um, but we had to stay there over that weekend. Oh yeah, but it was still a pretty decent sized wedding. There mm-hmm. was like, uh, I want to say at least. 70 guests yeah that's you know? a lot that's that's yeah. not an elopement by any means yeah so you know v- versus running to vegas with four people and all of us trekking mm-hmm. you know to vegas yeah you know that's i think a clear difference between oh, the yeah, elopement yeah, yeah. and the wedding yeah also it's your intention it's what you want yeah um other common places are like tropical islands like bahamas or hawaii mm. like um like bora bora oh can you imagine bora bora is gorgeous I know. not that we know by experience we know by photos that <laughs> bora bora is gorgeous um uh, photos and travel tiktoks yeah exactly and looking up how much it would be to mm-hmm. be there online and crying because we can't afford it precisely <laughs> um places like greece like your Re- rome europe mm. right um in the mountains in the snow like people go to colorado there's a place called breckenridge um that uh my my one of my very good friends um he's my bridesman one of my bridesmen mm. um his sister got married there like his family has like a place up there and they go and very exclusive very fancy we love to see it um (laughs) and then like places like alaska like part of my brain just really wants to like do a teeny tiny elopement like with the northern lights we should just every time we travel renew our vows can you imagine yeah so we could be like yeah (laughs) we we you know kind of kind of sort of celebrated our wedding at this place yeah you know? <laughs> we should just yeah constantly do vow renewals like every year because we said we were gonna do honeymoons every year yeah exactly Mini honeymoons um mini moons mini moons but yeah so that's like the same thing the concept is just like you go somewhere really cool it's like 
a handful of people and you you get married that's that you know Cute. um so a surprise elopement is actually like we said one of the least common forms of eloping um so if you're up for something like completely unique and fun and like you want to like leave your guests like speechless the few that you have then like this is the one for you so this is where you like book a wedding and you tell no one and then you invite your guests to like a fabricated event like a birthday party or something and then you're like hey by the way we're getting married my aunt did this really my aunt yeah my mom's sister um they went on a cruise and they invited the whole family and they were like come (laughs) on come and my mom was like i can't go i have to work i have little kids like Mm -hmm. i can't um and then my aunt Sue was like, oh, that's too bad. And then she, they got married on the ship. And my mom was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. And I I mean, I can't speak for my mom. I think she, it was a surprise. Like, I, I yeah. feel like if my mom knew, she definitely would have tried to go. Um, I just, I don't see that going over well. It, like, it go- goes over well for the people who are there. I'm sure I yeah. and I guess like if you're a kind of couple that's just like we just want to do this like think of Parks and Rec when Andy and April invited everybody over for housewarming and then they were like hey we're gonna get married right now and then like everybody like yeah kinda, yes, that's true yeah it's like that um and people do that a lot for proposing to people so yeah. you know you just kind of spring a little a little wedding on them yeah your dad did that my dad did do that <laughs> <laughs> um they didn't get married like that but he did propose right. in that way yeah um <laughs> now so, that we, what we're really here yeah for. they were like we don't care about my sister donna get out of here donna like <laughs> um but yeah, so that's like a surprise elopement. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, if you don't want to include anybody, because that's kind of a cool way to like, you know, you do a potluck. And it's like, OK, hey, we're at a Christmas party. Oh, actually, like we're going to get married. And you just ensure that everybody that's there, you know. Yeah. Um, On the opposite side, a surprise elopement could also be a spur of the moment elopement where the two of you just decide hey, we're going to get married and you go and you do the paperwork and you can go somewhere fun or you can go to Denny's and get some pancakes. It doesn't matter. You or know? you can just, you know, go back home, take a nap, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Are you speaking from experience? I don't remember what exactly we did, but it wasn't anything special. <laughs> That's just too bad. <laughs> I like, I can't, I don't know. I always try to put my brain, like I, I try to put my self in your position in that moment when you talk about that decision and for the life of me i just can't comprehend me neither the choices no because the way my brain works um you know i only remember things you know back like maybe four years and then anything after that i am less intimately familiar with my memories that's really upsetting except you can like name every single pokemon in existence so don't come at me with that but that that is a constant mm. renewal of memory you know? <laughs> I don't like know. if i wasn't invested in this franchise for <laughs> the 25 years that it's been going whatever the uh second most <laughs> successful franchise of all time oh you know God. just saying whatever what's the first hello kitty <gasps> that's right that's right isn't you that told crazy me, i thought it was gonna be like mickey mouse like disney right no no it's it's hello kitty that's wild. The most it, the most lucrative business oh. on the on the planet is uh, mm-hmm. franchise on the planet is Hello Kitty. Second is Pokemon. I had a lot of Hello Kitty stuff. I had a Hello Kitty 
alarm clock that looked like a teacup and i <laughs> loved it it was like hello kitty sitting on a teacup and then yeah it, it played radio disney i have a snorlax on my nightstand right now <laughs> yeah you do <laughs> <laughs> i also had this like hello kitty wallet that was like jean material it was a velcro wallet and i loved that wallet i remember <laughs> like aging out of it like when i became like in high school like mm-hmm. i used it until high school and i was like maybe i shouldn't use this wallet anymore but i still think about it a lot like i really liked that wallet <laughs> i wish i had kept it because i think i would use it today that's funny when we were kids we had a um suitcase that had Karopi on it. It was one of the Isn't characters. Like the frog. Is the frog guy, mm-hmm. um, and it was our froggy suitcase, is what we called it. <laughs> and so when we were kids, you know, whenever we were going to grandma's or something, mm-hmm. we'd put all our clothes in the froggy suitcase. I love it. I never like watched Hello Kitty. Nope. I never, but I had Hello Kitty stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know hardly anything about it other than that that suitcase. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's lucrative that I had stuff, even though I know <laughs> nothing else about it. Like, yeah. you can't, like, ha- wear a Mickey Mouse t-shirt and not, like, see something Disney or see one yeah. Mickey Mouse cartoon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, good for Hello Kitty. Yeah. It's <laughs> extremely popular in Japan. I, it, I'm so, like, I don't know about the North American market as much. Okay. Well, I mean, on our next podcast, Analyzing Hello Kitty, we'll go all through <laughs> that. <laughs> but for now, but let's get back to... <laughs> So um, surprise elopements also kind of relate to pop-up weddings, which we talked about uh, yeah. on a different episode. These are like <laughs> when when you're basically like call everybody up like, hey, I'm going to wear a white dress. And we're going to walk down to like Times Square. and We're going to get married. Woo. Like and it's just like a pop-up decision and you give everybody like an hour's notice. Yeah. Um, it, uh, Again, it's like I can't see that going over too well i see it honestly more often in like tv and movies yeah like i again parks and rec ben and leslie got married like at a benefit and they ran around and made everybody figure out how to get a dress and rings and stuff in an hour that's fiction i know and the only reason it works well is because it was written to work well I know, but Life it was so pretty <laughs> and cute. Like it, that's like my favorite episode, because they make her dress out of all the newspaper clippings of her in the parks and just. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying. So I'm just saying, like in in real life, yeah. nonfiction, I don't see it going over too well. There are people you know? that have done it though, but I think they have. You have to be. A specific type of person and mm-hmm. i don't think we are those people absolutely not i think we are too much uh i think we were too like focused on plans i think that we want to accommodate other people i think somebody i i would be so worried to, about inconveniencing anyone that i could never think about doing any kind of pop-up right. it, anything because then i consider like if i kept this a secret and then, like, my sister can't come or whatever. Yeah. That, I mean, I know that if she knew it was my wedding, she would be there, you know? I think the reason we couldn't do it is because we have such a high guest list and, like, that guest list matters to us Yeah. so much mm-hmm. that we wouldn't want any of those people to be disappointed that they couldn't be there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, like, one of the reasons that I talk myself out of an elopement like all the time but we'll go through that <laughs> um and then the fourth type of elopement is a weekend elopement i love this one so this is like your wedding ceremony and a mini moon like all rolled into one 
there's like three day elopements um, that are growing in popularity because they're like really financially favorable and couples not like they don't have to feel like they've missed out in any way. So like the couple and their choosing guests, right? It's usually less than 20. Um, I would say less than 15 even. Yeah. Um, they arrive the evening before the ceremony. They relax. They have like a meal with everyone. Um, and then they have like the morning prep. That's really kind of stress free because there's so few guests. There's so few like things to do. Um, and then you kind of like get dressed and you go and then the ceremony you'll have like tea or champagne or coffee or whatever. Um, and then you like have another little celebration. Maybe you go out and you do something like, so this is again, very similar to the structure of a destination wedding with really the only difference being that there's just very few people. That was kind of how my aunt's wedding was Mm -hmm. just with the, the difference of being, you know, um, larger yeah. guest list so but then it's a destination wedding yeah we we took over pretty much the entire hotel for a whole weekend mm-hmm. um and it was really cool it was really nice and and it was like real easy going because we were all already there right exactly and there wasn't like this rush to fit everything in one yeah. day i know and I, honestly and i'm i'm gonna say this i don't think that classifying something as an elopement makes it any less of a wedding I I think I mean it's like that's your wedding whether it's two people or it's 50 like the guests do not determine a wedding though like events that you do during the day what you decide to partake in or not does not take away from the fact that it's a wedding you are getting married like that is great and some people like to say they eloped rather than opting for a wedding just because people make the difference of weddings are big elopements are small but I think that it's like you can have like we've seen with people in COVID, you can have a wedding that's beautiful and intimate and meaningful, and that doesn't make it any less of a celebration. Question. Hmm. If you say, because I know several people in the COVID world that we live in mm-hmm. uh, currently, some some people that I know last year had smaller physical in-person guest mm-hmm. list, but they live streamed it to everybody else you know they're 200 mm-hmm. guests that couldn't make it is that a wedding or an elopement what i do you don't think? know hmm. that's a good question because technically you know a large amount of people were able to see the ceremony mm-hmm. right that's very true but in person there was only like 15 i'm gonna go ahead and say that that's a wedding then i mean like we said elopements are no less of a wedding right no, no, but no. i would say that if you're live streaming and people are watching i would i would count that in your guest experience mm-hmm. maybe you're not accommodating all of those guests so like you only have to pay for meals for 15 people <laughs> but i think the very fact that they're involved i would say you know i mean and that's one of those things that's a mini money right yeah. those mini monies um that's not really an elopement. I don't know. But that's the thing is I don't think we need that classification, that criteria. Yeah. Because people just do what they want to do. Yeah. Because you know? neither is less important. Right. Exactly. I think that honestly, as it's evolved now, elopements more mean destination. Yeah. You know? Um, so if you were going to Vegas and you live streamed it, then I would say that's like a an elopement, but you live streamed it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I don't I, know. I, it's a, you know, it's an interesting kind of definition. DM us. Let us know what you think. <laughs> uh, 
would classify that as an elopement or a wedding. And if you would want to do that, do you yeah. want to live stream it if you're only going to have three people there, you know? Please DM us. We want to talk to people. Please. I'm so lonely and I sprained my <laughs> ankle and I have nothing to do. And <laughs> You have nothing to do to uh, except to be on Instagram and <sighs> so you have no more excuses. Hey, I made <laughs> Instagram posts. No, I've been doing better. I uh, made you have them. I, I'm very I've proud of you. I posted them. I made a TikTok. <laughs> I posted two pictures now since this episode is out. I... I did it. I did the thing. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. So we have uh, a couple pros and cons of eloping that like, you know, when you're engaged and you're considering everything like this is kind of usually what goes through people's heads. Right. Mm -hmm. So pros of eloping. You can plan your day like fully your way. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to worry really too much about like the date, time, location and working it out with all of your vendors and all of your venue because really it's just you maybe your photographer your officiant and then any guests that you want that's it yeah you can go to a restaurant they're usually open like you know <laughs> you can <laughs> go on a vacation book it like you don't have to work with everyone's schedules it's really mm -hmm. like what you want to do and when and going with that you spend less time on the logistics mm -hmm. of everything mm -hmm. you know yes so less stress because there's just less to do less and to organize yeah less people to accommodate like just the removal of vendors is truly a removal of weight yeah. off of your shoulders. Um, you imagine you're, you know, 15 guests all at one table and you uh, only have to set one table. Oh my God. That one table would be so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I just talked about how I had to really make, make, make my centerpieces so simplistic because I have to buy 20 of whatever I have, yeah. you know? Oh man. <laughs> that, that, that God. I keep talking myself in and out of it. I thank you. That's a big pro for me. <laughs> um, so there, there's no stage or spotlight. This, in terms of like privacy, it's still very much about you guys. Yeah, it's very course. centered on you. But there's not like this kind of removal of like, you know, the spotlight is on you and everyone is watching you. And a lot of people just don't like that yeah. feeling. Well, I think because we talked about how the number one fear uh, mm -hmm. in the world is public speaking. I think for people having 15 people watch them give their vows versus having a hundred people mm -hmm. watch them give their vows is um, like a considerable difference. Like for you and me, like we've performed for thousands of people. Mm -hmm. So we have no fear of public speaking. Yeah. But for people who do. I, Hey, I'm going to say, I don't want people to hear my, like the <laughs> thought, the thought of me standing up there with like 150 close family and then some people that were added on um <laughs> um for that the thought of them watching me cry and snot and like be in love with you is upsetting to me <laughs> it really is and like because i mean when i've been on stage or i've been in front of people or whatever i've been either singing or saying something that has been pre-written something so that is not, not mine yeah. it's like <laughs> But this is like all in the 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 thought of us kissing. Huh, it upsets me because I like that like curtain of privacy. Mm -hmm. Like PDA makes me nervous. Yeah. Like I just I just <sighs> pretend I'm I'm the only one there. You know. Yeah, and I think that's why elopements are so <laughs> ideal for so many people yeah. because you have so much privacy. Um, and then like you can ditch the strict timeline. Yeah. Like you do not have to do anything in a certain time. And like, I just talked a couple episodes about how much I love like the idea of a brunch wedding 
Uh-huh. The thought of like us going early in the morning, like somewhere really beautiful with views and then like going and getting brunch. Ugh. Yeah. I love it. I love that thought. Especially because I... like we talked about um, visiting with each table of our, mm-hmm. our guests and that takes a lot of time just saying hi to everybody. Yeah. And we're not going to be able to talk to them for very long. Yeah. You know, because we got to move on. You're not really spending time with your guests. Yeah. Exactly. Which so, is no fault of your own. If yeah, you have exactly. 150 guests. Like, yeah. Yeah. But for this, like 10, 15 people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when we have a get together with our friends. That's yeah. about. You oh, know, I love when we get together with our friends. I know. I miss them so Me much. Too. But, you know, we can all stand in a circle and talk mm-hmm. instead of, you know. We always like attempt to do something and never actually do it because we're all just catching up like yeah <laughs> we're always like we're gonna play a game we're gonna do this and that and we never, never do play it. a game and honestly i prefer it that way i love it much much to my disappointment but yeah, that's okay you're that friend i'm i <laughs> love board games i love you know oh, just play so yeah it's okay um and that's like another pro is just that you'll have more time together not yeah. only with your guests but with your significant other with your partner that you like have just gotten married to like Nobody is pulling you every which way and like trying to get you to either drink this or let's take a photo with you. And, oh, you're my, you know, uh, best friends, sons, husbands, brothers, wife, <laughs> dog. Like, let's take a picture together. I can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, one of the biggest pros to an elopement, you can get married anywhere. Like Greece. I'm like, I'm very yeah. I'm very much like on the grease train right now since we've been talking about it. Something like that is in the the back of my mind all the time is the idea that you and I would get married in front of the California Theater under the marquee because that's like where we shared like that moment where I mm-hmm. first knew I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in love with this man." <laughs> and like the thought <laughs> of like us doing it right there just has so much significance. Like on the side of the road in San Bernardino, like I just can't <laughs> <laughs> but it would be so meaningful and so sweet. And then, like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, my God, then we could go to Molly's, which is, like, a little breakfast diner that my Noni and Papa used to go to. Yeah. Um, and they're not with us anymore. And, like, my mom and my dad and I went one day um, years after they passed. And it was, like, it felt like they were there. Yeah. It was weird. We were, like, God, we were just, like, expecting them to be, like, sitting at the booth right there, like, is wild instead of exchanging rings we'd exchange sunglasses you know <laughs> for those of you who haven't heard our loving wonderful story listen to episode zero uh, it's wonderful. gross um <laughs> but yeah so that's just like i and i have those ideas of like all of those like beautiful meaningful things like i wanted to kind of do it at the observatory because like that's such a special place to us and like then go and watch a movie later you know like I just, oh, I have so many <laughs> ideas. Also, like private portrait sessions, the photos that you'll get, gorgeous. Yeah. Not blocked by anybody. Like, you can have a whole hour of just the two of you. You can go whatever. And then, like, you can personalize every single detail and it's not going to, like, break your bank. And I think that that's the biggest pro is that it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg yeah. to do something beautiful. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we were just watching um we started watching four weddings oh god and w- just the four people with completely different varying mm-hmm. um budgets for their wedding yeah insane and some of them were able to put off pull off a, a wedding with like what, what what was it the the new 
the eloping one yeah they had like a like a rooftop wedding in new york for like six thousand dollars six thousand dollars catered yeah and meal and even that's a lot like but that's in new york i mean yeah that's very very true so like um but it was really really cute and really awesome yeah and i mean considering the wedding industry it's really nothing and they had a rooftop they had a whole cake she had a dress like Mm -hmm. It was fully catered. Yeah. And there were like 15 people. Yeah. So they classified it as an elopement because yeah. it was so small. Oh, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so then there are, of course, some cons to eloping. Um, just like anything. Number one is you'll still need a budget if you yeah. decide to elope. And that's where like people really just kind of want to do like the city hall thing because they don't want to pay anything else that they don't have to. <laughs> and that's Or they really, can't afford to. You yeah, know? it want, exactly. And that's mm-hmm. like fu- it's fully valid wherever you decide to get married. Um, but if you decide to have like a, an elopement, a ceremony, a little kind of like gathering, it still is going to cost money. Uh, and then choices can be limited. So if you um, if you really want a pizza food truck or whatever, usually they have a minimum number of guests yeah. that they have to serve. And so you're not going to be uh, able to hire a lot of vendors. Uh, same Certain thing with venues. a venue. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- yeah. So um, your choice may be limited in what you want, traditionally speaking. But that means that you can go somewhere that doesn't require that kind of stuff, like a restaurant, like... Uh, you know, a park or, uh, you know, I, I love that people have been getting married in national parks lately. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Um, so like, uh, those expectations that you may have, like food trucks is one of our big things, you know, might not work. However, you can always bend it. And like, we could find a day where there's a food truck festival and we can just go there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like as I think, everybody's eating. Yeah. And I think with certain venues, like nice fancy you know Mm -hmm. wedding venue that you wanted that doesn't have a minimum guest list Mm -hmm. um you're still probably going to pay a a significant price that you would if you had that higher guest list yeah so instead of you know paying you know two thousand dollars for a couple hours uh, for a reception um for 50 people you have to pay two thousand dollars for a couple hours for a reception for only 10 and yeah, it's like that's kind of what we were looking yeah. at when they were like oh well you don't have to postpone but you would have to seriously like yeah kind of change things around yeah and, exactly yeah um another part of that is just like your plans will often turn into a destination wedding or mm-hmm. into a larger <laughs> wedding because like if it starts with like the two of you and you're gonna run off to greece or whatever but then your parents and your grandparents want to go and then your wedding party wants to go and then their significant others want to go and all of that. It does start to turn into a destination wedding and it can very quickly, people can very quickly start to look at it like a vacation for them. Yeah. And that's, that's just something that not everybody wants. And so yeah. then you make it smaller, but then of course, then another con, you start to isolate certain people. Yeah. Um, another one is that there's just kind of like less wedding fanfare. And so, some but so, some people like might really feel so much relief that there's not a lot of stress and there's not a lot of planning but also there's not as much like attention i guess or not Spectacle. as much yeah exactly and and a lot of people do want to feel like that on their day like kind of that they're being very celebrated and that all of their loved ones are there to witness it and yeah you know um it's just kind of yeah less wedding fanfare i don't even know how else to put it yeah, um, I'm. I agree. I think, especially because <laughs> since we started watching for weddings, you know, and seeing how people are competitive, 
you know, and, and oh looking gosh. at each other's weddings, mm-hmm. you know, if you opt for, you know, a, um, an elopement and it's smaller, you know, if you're that kind of person that wants to be, you know, like, oh, I had a better wedding than this person, <laughs> then it's kind of harder because, um, you shouldn't feel like that anyway, yeah, no, though. No, you shouldn't <laughs> at all. But if you are that type of person, one yeah. of the cons would be, uh, <clears throat> you might not be able to one up your friends if you wanted to oh my god or just like you might not be able to share that experience with everyone and that's another one is that loved ones can feel excluded Mm -hmm. um and i think that that's like when we were talking with the guest list with like our families they were like oh these people would love to be there and it's like okay but would i love them to be there maybe not like you know and that's just like something that again is really attractive to me thinking about elopements because that frustrates me, yeah. but it's okay. I know a lot of people that would love to be at our wedding that are super fans of us that we <laughs> don't even super realize. Exi- yeah. We're, we're pretty popular, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Another con to eloping <laughs> is that you'll be asked tough questions. Like people will be like, can I come? Like, why wasn't I there? Why are you eloping? A lot of people may assume if you're like a straight couple, um, like you know cisgender then they'll be like are you pregnant like you know why are you rushing you know then you might get backlash from like an older school of people like you know older generations might be like why you know why are you even doing that or they might be upset you know there's because of their you know personal definition of elopement yeah just in the way that it was explained to them and when the way they were younger. yeah even if you were to have a wedding and like there's certain expectations that family and friends and people are going to have and if you don't meet those expectations like you're going to kind of get critiqued for it a little yeah, bit exactly um another con is that the fun can kind of fizzle out fast like um but i kind of see that with weddings too it's like it's you look forward to all of this and then it's over yeah and I think that the whole con with elopements is that it might feel over quicker just because it is so intimate and it is so small, you yeah, know? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that because cause, um, like what we said with talking to all of our guests, for like a couple hours, we have something we actively have to do. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, if four hours of it are just allocated to dancing mm-hmm. because we've run out of other stuff to do, yeah, you know, it it in a in a, I mean that's a weird, um, really simplified way of explaining it, but yeah, but it know. makes sense. Like, and and that's the thing is the shorter and the more intimate, just kind of the quicker that it feels. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um, and then at the 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 last con that might be the biggest one, it is for me, is that like the idea of what if, like like what if we had done it differently? Yes, like what why didn't we do a big wedding? Like what if we had done the big wedding Mm -hmm. and you know, uh, what if we were able to include everybody? And then it's like people have loved ones that, um, you know, pass away and they weren't able to see the big wedding. And then it's like, I feel like it would hurt so much if we opted for an elopement, we didn't include certain people and then they passed and it was like, man, like I wish I had included them. I wish that I had spent that time with them. I don't know. Like just, people feel that way a lot with like um like certain like like maybe grandparents or parents or people that are sick that are really like important to them um and so there's that big question of like man i wish i had included these people um i wish that we had done this and i wish that we had done something bigger and then of course on the opposite side 
there are people who are planning really big weddings who are like, man, what I wish that we had just done like something small. Yeah, exactly. Like what if like that, that question of what if happens everywhere with everything, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not, um, inherently, um, tied to like regret. Yeah. You know, what ifs, what ifs can be positive or negative, you know? So I, I don't really see this as a con because it's going to happen either way. That's very true. You know? And I think that, like I said, the further into wedding planning we go, the more, um, the more that, uh, an elopement feels like, oh, I (laughs) wish that I had done this, you know? And I worry too. I'm like, man, what if I just like don't have a good time? Or what if like those people that got added to the guest list? And I like, I'm going to say this, like, I'm going to talk about it more because I really did look over our guest list and I got really frustrated with some of the people that were added and it wasn't really my choice. And it's very frustrating that I don't know those people. You hardly know those people or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And, um, it is what it is. Save the dates have been sent out. I would advise don't send your save the date out to everybody. Like mm-hmm. send the invites out when your guest list is finalized. But like I was definitely eager and I felt yeah. like I had an obligation to certain people and certain things. And like, I wish that I just had waited and sent the save the dates out to people I knew I wanted there and then just waited to send invites to everybody else. Because like, honestly, uh, there are some people that are like invited and I know like, I'm not afraid of saying this because I know they're not going to like listen, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, there's some people that like, I just regret that I sent save the dates to because I wish that I had been able to cut the guest list a little bit. I wish that I was able to make it a little more intimate. I know. And so. I, and I, I felt that way, you know, since the beginning. I, I know. I, and, and that was a huge discussion for us. Yeah. Because, well, I think the initial thought process you had in the beginning was, you know, I want this to be important. I want all of your, you know, our friends and family to be there because it is important to me and I want to feel validated yeah. by everybody. Um, and the more that kind of life goes on and the more that we, you know, spend our lives together, the less that validation is like needed. Yeah. I don't know? feel like I have to prove my um, exactly. status in your life or in Abby's life or whatever. And I just like, I don't know that, there are so many things and like, we'll have a whole episode about just that. But like, yeah, that's a big regret. And so that's like part of why eloping right now feels so, um, enticing to me is because of that. And like, so I had this thought because Max and I, um, a couple of months ago went to Vegas and, uh, when we, uh, interviewed our amazing guest, Laura, Mm -hmm. um, go listen to it. She's a host of bridal spectacular events. Um, but we went and got tattoos <laughs> and right across the street was like one of the f- most famous like Vegas wedding chapels and they had like a drive through chapel and it was so cute and I was seeing people like really just like going and being so adorably dressed up and like going and like kissing and like decorating their cars and then like going to have like a amazing dinner and like having just like a wonderful night and like I just part of that just makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of that. And it's like, I, we tossed around the idea of doing that and then mm-hmm. having the larger ceremony next year, because I know I want to have our wedding. Yeah. I know that about myself. I know I want to have the big wedding. We've put a lot of money into it and then we've put so much heart into it that I know yeah, it's something exactly. I want to do. 
but I'm almost like greedy and I want to do the other one too. And the reason I want to do that is because we will most likely be married technically on paper at some point this year. Um, just for logistical purposes, just like, you know, like a lot of people, that's mostly what's going to happen. Like we already wear our wedding rings. Like that's, yeah, we decided to, because I was like, why don't you wear your ring when you're engaged? And he was like, oh, and then we just started wearing (laughs) it. Why why not? Yeah. Um, the technicality of it is not a huge deal to us. We don't feel like we need to share to everybody that we're like, oh, we got it on paper. Like, I don't feel like that's a big deal. Yeah. However... I feel like if we went and had a whole little ceremony, it would feel like a big deal for a couple of reasons. Like, I love the idea of, like, going to, like, somewhere like Vegas and running away, like, because it's just so cute to me. <laughs> um, and also, it makes me feel close to, like, my family. And it's, like, the location is so significant. Like, that mm-hmm. both sets of my grandparents, like, that is their place. That's where my parents had their honeymoon. Like, as a kid, that's where we, like, went for summer vacation was to Vegas. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like my whole my whole family loves vegas (laughs) like nobody's borderlining on a gambling problem but you know (laughs) (laughs) they do really love the the ambiance atmosphere and it just like (laughs) i don't know something about it i i never really felt connected like that until you and i went and i was like oh wow like this is really so significant hey the fanciest i've ever felt (laughs) was in vegas just saying oh yeah um and i think like it looks really cool and i feel like that's the kind of thing that the person I want to be would do. Yeah. You know, like would just like be like, Let, let's go. Like just like it took so much for us to be like, should we go get those tattoos? Like I looked at all the reviews <laughs> and I like. <laughs> you want to um, you want to be more spontaneous. Yeah. And I just I love the idea of it. And like I know my grandparents, um, not my mom's parents, but my dad's, they eloped and mm-hmm. um and went to Catalina and that's like where we took yeah. our engagement pictures and then went to Vegas and just like, it was just like so fun. Yeah. Um, how, and, and I think another one of the big things is I love doing things with you and I feel like that <sighs> would be so, oh my God. <laughs> I, I just, I want to experience everything that life has to offer, you know? And I feel like we postponed and, my heart just a part of it is like I just especially if we know we're gonna do it on paper like I want to experience something special with you you know um oh my god (laughs) however (laughs) (laughs) I worry about how people would feel attending our wedding with a ceremony and everything knowing we already got married in Vegas yeah I I personally I am so detached from what other people think in regards (laughs) to like my family. Yeah. Like I really honestly, I'm going to say it. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I really don't. I I do. I know. And I, I've given a shit, you know, for the first uh, couple decades of my life. And Mm -hmm. I'm at the point now where I, you know, I'm doing things for me. I'm not doing anything for them. Yeah. You know? So even if they were like, Oh, well this wedding is not all that special because I mean, you guys are already married. Yeah. I'd be like, no, shut the fuck up. You don't have to come then. That's Go very away. true. I know. And then I was thinking like, well, the people that are important are going to want to be there either way. Exactly. But then the people that maybe I'm a little grumpy that we invited, maybe they won't come because they don't think it's important. <laughs> exactly. And I would love that. I know. And honestly, anybody that complains, like I know in the future, I don't want them like around yeah. all that much. 
So if you're gonna if you're gonna bitch and moan, I'm not gonna invite you to things. And I have to I have to specify this. I'm not saying that anybody in our lives we we don't like. I I wish the best for everybody that we love. There's just some people that were included in the wedding guest list that really aren't in our lives. Yeah. And they're maybe in our the lives of people that are close to us, but they are not involved directly with us. And it's not that you know we don't love them and appreciate them. Um, it's just that it's it's harder on us to include them in this because of that. Yeah, and I have I I'm having a hard time feeling like it really was my choice because of that. And and then of course I had to add like five tables and I had to add and it's money and yeah. blah blah blah. So I think that's a little bit why I'm grumpy too. But <laughs> um, mostly just because I'm like. I feel like I did something out of obligation and I don't want anybody to feel like they were invited out of obligation. And I don't think that we will make anybody feel that way. I'm going to be very grateful for anyone that chooses to attend. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much gratitude there. Um, And all of the people I've included in planning and, and the whole process of it, they know how much, you know, they mean to us. And there is just some like, like we said, that C, that C tier of people, man, just like there are some people that just, they're crawling up to the C tier and it's just because they are not active in our lives. And I'm finding that the more success that we have and the older that we get and the, the more secure that we become, the more that people want to link themselves to people like that, even mm-hmm. though they won't be there for the low times, the hard yeah. times. And that's like frustrating to me is like, you know, it feels performative. Those, those relationships that people have with, yeah. with anybody. And so I don't want to come off as ungrateful. I'm very grateful for literally anyone that would attend or who would care to even be like, oh, wow, they mm-hmm. invite, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. At this point, an elopement, like, in addition to <laughs> our big ceremony, because like I said, I'm greedy, is just really, like, it's it, it's really enticing to me at the moment. Yeah. Um, We've also, like, thrown around the idea of not having a ceremony and instead, like, like having a little uh ceremony like really intimate videotaping it and then showing it like a movie Uh and then going into the reception yeah we've talked about that as well um but the same feeling remains of like i don't know if people would even care (laughs) yeah i I don't know and i love the idea of our ceremony and i don't want to get rid of that I know our, our ideas go back and forth. It really does. And it's, it's normal when you're planning to like go through all the options. I think you should go through all the options. Um, That's true. Yeah. Also, I really don't want to isolate my family from the experience of seeing me getting married. And along with that, they love Vegas. So I feel like they would want to go. And I feel <laughs> like if we just went to Vegas and we got married and then they found out, I feel like part of them would feel hurt, like sad. Mm hmm. Because it's not like Greece or like a cruise where it's like that would be really hard for them to go. Like they love Vegas and I feel like they would love to be there. Yeah. And they would drop everything. They would. And then like I don't know if your family would want to go or be offended if like my family went and like they didn't know, you know, and then we would include your family. And then it just becomes a big thing. Then it becomes a tiny wedding. And that's not really what I want. Yeah. I would just want something really, really small, like that kind of woohoo. But then it's like, man, I wish my family was there. And then if my family's there, I want to include your family. And then it becomes a big thing and it's not what I want. So yeah. it's like a big circle. <laughs> and it's like, ah. Um, so we'll send one representative from each family. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it would, no. My parents are desperate to go to Vegas right now. They would, 
any <laughs> chance. I feel like I'm going to get a text and be like, you could totally do this. Let's do it. Yeah. Because they want to go so bad. Yeah, as soon as your mom <laughs> listens to this episode, she's like, let's plan a day. I know. Honestly, I, I really... I have been thinking about it a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this kind of turns into the idea of the elopement and it's just like, it's tough. Um, also, and this is really what keeps me humble about this. The whole reason a big wedding is so important to me is because it's one of the few things that you and I will share together for the first and hopefully only time. Yeah. Um, and that's like really why we wanted to have a big wedding in the first place. That's why we decided to postpone instead mm-hmm. of cutting the guest list. That's why at the end of the day, even if the guest list is larger than I wanted, I'm okay with it because I want this. I want a big wedding because it's, it's, I, I have so many loved ones that I would love to be there. I want, I love big parties. I've always been a fan of that. And also just, I, I do want that big thing with you because you've already been married, but you've never had a wedding. Like you've been a husband, but you haven't been like a groom. You haven't, (laughs) you know, that's true. Like, and, and (laughs) and that's just something that like I hold dear to my heart. That's something that has made this wedding process feel so special because it is hard. It it is tough, you know, to think like, Oh, I'm a second wife and blah, blah, blah. And like, I think it's funny too. Cause while we're doing you know, the whole wedding planning process, you know, if I mention something, your initial reaction sometimes is to be like, how do you know? Because you've already done this before. And I'm like, no, no, I haven't done this before. (laughs) I know. I'm real touchy about it. (laughs) Um, So therefore, I constantly talk myself out of the Vegas elopement. Um, But then you talk yourself into it. Because then I talk myself into it because it's so cute. The idea of it is so cute. But then I'm like, because it truly is a paradox. Here you go. Here's my train of thought, right? I'm like, oh, going to Vegas would be so fun. Max and I always love, like, you know, going to Vegas. It's so many, like, familial, like, ties to that location. It would be so cute. It would be so awesome for the documentary. We could just get, I guarantee you, our photographer would come out to Vegas and take photos. She would love to. It would just be the three of us. We'll go. We'll do it. Um... And then I'm like, oh, but then people are going to be like, oh, well, they already got married. Are they even still having a wedding? And then it's like, they're not going to go because it's like, oh, you're already married. Then why am I doing a big ceremony? You're already married. And then it's like my family would be like, why didn't we get to go? And then I just like and then I'm like, but we want a big wedding. And then and it's just like I go in circles. Can you legally have two separate. Like marriage licenses? No. With the same person? No. Um, no, you cannot. <laughs> okay. Um, you have a marriage license and it's, you have to, the thing is you have to have a marriage license for wherever you get legally married. Now, we could get legally married at a courthouse in Riverside uh-huh. and then go to Vegas and have a little ceremony. Or we could get a marriage license in Nevada, uh-huh. get married in Nevada and then regardless we're married even when we come back home to riverside no no no, i know but what i'm saying is like but could we have two one in california one in vegas no because we wouldn't need one because it's recognizable states we could right you wouldn't need one but let's say you and i got married here and then in like a year no they would go look up the records they'd be like you guys are already married it's not like a ticket where you get a ticket in nevada and (laughs) you don't have one in california it's not like that no i Um, know yeah they wouldn't they no um now you can have them with two different people no you can't yes you can i mean i know someone who (laughs) 
does, but does. That, that doesn't mean that it's legally correct. I don't know. They have it. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so final thoughts Yikes. about eloping. I love it. Anyone who decides on eloping is brilliant, wonderful, probably is going to have an amazing honeymoon or buy a house with the money that they saved. <laughs> like I applaud you. I wish I was you. Just mad respect. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, and if you know you want the big wedding but still are having these thoughts, they're normal. Like, don't feel guilty. But also listen to your heart, right? Do you want a big wedding because you want it or because it's an expectation? Right. Right. And that's something that I do. I'm happy that I do know about me. I know it's not expectation for me. I do want it. Exactly. I just kind of want both. Yeah. I want both. I know. <sighs> it's hard. But uh, no matter what you do, you end up with your partner at the end of it, and that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's how cute. do you feel about it? Would you? How, do you want to elope with me right now? You want to wait? What are you, what are you feeling? I... I see the appeal in both and I also have like a this idea of whatever you and I do it's going to be fucking funny you know and <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be so enjoyable yeah and so I'm it's not that I don't care what we do mm-hmm. but it's that I'm up for anything yeah so if for example you decided hey I want to elope I'm not going to be heartbroken that we don't have our big wedding. Yeah. I'm instead going to be really excited that we're going <laughs> to elope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I'm you. not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not married to any idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just excited to, to be with you. And I, it's not that I don't care, but I am excited for however that comes about. Yeah. Like, I know we're going to do the big wedding regardless, but I'm like, do I want to do something in addition? Like, that's my big <laughs> thing. Like, it's not like, oh, let's just stop wedding planning and let's go elope instead. I'm like, let's mm-hmm. go do this and then go do this as well. Well, I mean, we're already ha- going to have, uh, you know, honeymoons every year. Exactly. So, like, that, if anything, that shows our kind of mentality towards this sort of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, Let's go celebrate it again. Why the fuck not? There's no rule saying we can't. That's very true. Now let's hitch or ditch this bitch. Let's go. (laughs) That was so good. I just hit the microphone. I was so excited. (laughs) All right. Give me yours first. Do you have a hitch or ditch today? So for hitch or ditch, Max and Aaron each find a wedding trend, tradition, or expectation that they would do when they get hitched or totally ditch. (laughs) I have a ditch. Give it to me. Let's ditch asking for her hand in marriage like huh. asking from the father oh asking permission yeah yeah well proposals absolutely yes proposing that's it's wonderful oh. but asking permission from somebody else mm-hmm. for the person's hand in marriage yeah like because, the blessing yeah um i i think that's stupid yeah I think, it's really you know, outdated if if you're going to ask a person to be connected with you forever in such a wonderful, loving bond as marriage, you should ask that person and only mm-hmm. that person. Yeah. We don't need anybody else's permission to do what we want to do together. Right. You know? And so I think it's really dumb. I, I And I know people are like, oh, but it's like, you know, you think back to the reasons. But I, I don't care about the reasons for it. Yeah. I care about right now 
does it make sense? And it really doesn't. Well, your children are not your property. Exactly. And that's really what it goes back to. And so when it's like, oh, I'm going to ask the father for the bless, even a blessing. It's like, I, if somebody comes not, up, yeah. you know, in, you know, uh, let's say 15 to 20 years, um, somebody asks me for permission to, to date or marry Abby. Oh my God. I'm going to be like, uh, I don't know. What does she think? I just I don't give realized a fuck. that she's gonna like be an adult person who like dates people and gets married. Like eventually. Yeah. Oh my god! Sorry, that just like hit me. She's just like <laughs> forever five right now. <laughs> oh god! But yes, you're correct. We would be like, huh? Yeah. I would be like, Abby, don't marry this person. They're weird. They're <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's. Let's ditch it. Let's yeah, let's get over that as a society. Let's, you know, talk to the person and not who we suppose yes. is in charge of this person. You don't need permission from anybody other than that person because now, they are a whole person. Now, if you're younger than 18, there is a permission thing yeah, that you needs need to legal be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Also, maybe don't do that either because yeah. even my grandma who got married at 16 is like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like. Uh, wait, wait, they've been wait. married for like 60 plus years, 65 more than 66 60, years, 66 years they've been married. Yeah. And my grandma is the first one to be like, Do not get married and have three children by the time you're 19. <laughs> it's just not great. <laughs> now, she loves everyone, she's had a beautiful, fulfilling <laughs> life, but she doesn't want that for me. I remember when I turned 16 and she was like, I got married when I was your age, and I was like, <gasps> I was like, Grandma, I've only had one boyfriend, <laughs> and he was weird. Like, you know. <laughs> so yes, um, I, uh, yeah, hate it. Uh, and and when I was younger, I, Ugh. you know, did I asked, you know, can I date your daughter? It's disgusting. Uh, because I thought that that's what. That's because you were churchy. That was even before I was churchy. Like, really? Yeah, like that because that's just what I thought you do. That's awful. You know, that's I I thought that was the normal way to go. And now, of no, course, I was you. a teenager and I was stupid because teenagers are stupid. Sorry, any <laughs> teens listening. Sorry, hey, <laughs> my <laughs> sister. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, and I think what people don't understand, because I know there's a whole group of people who are like, oh, well, it's really sweet and it's traditional. And it's like, OK, but you have to understand where the root of that tradition lies. Mm -hmm. And it lies in the fact that. And it's usually the guy who is asking the father for the girl's hand in marriage. Right. It is rooted in the fact that she was viewed as property that's transferred from the father to the groom. Like that is where the tradition lies. And when you're asking for permission, you are implying that. Now, if you've talked to your partner first mm -hmm. and it has been decided by both of you mm -hmm. that that is something that's important to you. That's fine. I you know, guess, do it. But still, then I, I ask the girl, why? Why, why do you is it want that? You? Yeah. Exactly. You didn't ask my dad's permission. I told him. <laughs> you said, look at this ring. And he said, it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's I not said, for me to wear. I said, no, I don't like you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. But I, no, like, I, I, I just, like that interaction. Yeah. No, and, and I. Because my dad feels the same way. My dad is like, you don't need to ask me. Yeah. What am I? He's like, I'm not. She's her own person. Yeah. I exactly. I can't choose for her. Like if you ask like, I mean, there are so many other ways. It's like you want to ask, like, can I be a part of the family? Like, like, um, I, I'm, do you feel like I am a good 
fit for your daughter in this family do you like you know even that is kind of like because it's totally up to her but if you're trying to gauge how your her family feels about you just ask them that just ask like what can i do to continue to contribute to the family like and if they're like nothing we love you you're great cool you You know i i don't know anybody that has actually done this but i know it's a thing where before people get engaged they talk to like a marriage counselor or or something i love that to to be to be asked like the questions like a couple's therapist yeah like a couple's therapist being like um so you want to get married okay um how does your family feel about you two as a couple mm-hmm. you know how does you know and and it, it the the questions are mostly for the two of you and your dynamic but also a, a significant portion of it is, you know, what does the community think about this union? Yeah. You know? And yeah, we love because, like, therapy because that's what, in general. Yeah, we love therapy. But that's what's going to be your environment. Yeah, you know? exactly. So I brought yeah. a hitch today. Ooh, she's hitching. <clears throat> I'm hitching signature cocktails. I love that. I love these. Even if you're having an open bar, like I think it adds such a cute personal touch. It almost kind of feels like a bride and groom are buying you a drink. So if you don't know what signature cocktails are, they're basically um, pre like predetermined cocktails that usually the couple will name Uh or they will label or something. And that's kind of like the specialty drinks. of Yeah. It's like a custom menu. Yeah. And um, you can do this, uh, if you're having like a beer and wine only with just the signature cocktails. So then you have some like hard liquor, um, but it's only those two. So it was really cost effective. Yeah. Or you can have a whole open bar and then you just have the signature cocktails. Cause a lot of times people are like, what do you want to drink? And it's like, uh, you know, but if, um, you as a couple have decided like, okay, these are going to be our specialty drinks of the night. These are the drinks that are either going to be walked around and passed around, or they're going to be assigned on the bar saying like, these are our special this is the special menu doesn't mean that nobody else can order like anything else. Mm-hmm. It just means that that's kind of like, it's just like a little personal little, little addition into yeah. the bar. And I love it. I think it's super cute. And people like they'll ha- serve their favorite drinks, themed drinks. Like mm-hmm. if you have a wedding theme, they'll incorporate like their pets, their kids interests. Like they'll name drinks after their pets. They'll like, you know, um, if you're like really into Harry Potter, they're like the different potions of the different drinks yeah. and stuff, you know, <laughs> um, it's a great way to modify, like we said, otherwise beer and wine only. It's honestly just really cute. And the signage is so adorable. The clever names people come up with. I just love it. I think it adds such a personal little touch. I just, it's my favorite. We were thinking about doing mm-hmm. pizzas, uh, with it too. We were going to have personal pizzas so you could order like we had like the, the basics like the Aaron, yeah. yeah the pepperoni the yeah. supreme the whatever but then we had like a max pizza which is going to be like mm-hmm. almost an all meat but with like mushrooms and olives too mm-hmm. and then you were going to have your own yeah. you know and it was going to be like a white sauce chicken or whatever you wanted to do yeah it ended up like our caterer just has so many beautiful yeah, exactly. pizzas we're not doing that <laughs> but we are doing signature drinks so we have three right now um that i just love um, the first one is the Wicked Stepmother. <laughs> I just love it. It's going to be great. It's probably just going to be a Midori Sour because that's Max's favorite drink. Um, 
And then the second one is The Showmance. <laughs> and that's probably just going to be uh, Dirty Shirley. Shout out to Shannon. Because like <laughs> that's just the drink that she always makes. Um, and it, that's red. Um, and then very possibly we're going to have a third signature drink that's blue. And it's going to be the something bluish as a Aww, nod to our podcast. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? That, like, And I love it. I love that they all three look a little different. They all mean something like the mm-hmm. showman's is obviously because we started dating in a show. People say if you start dating during a show, it's just a showman's. And when the show ends, like the relationship ends. And I think it's really funny because it just like never ended. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're still performing, really. Yeah, truly. <laughs> so weren't um, we going to do one that was like a kid's drink and it was like the Abbey or whatever? Yeah, but it was just going to be a Capri Sun. Yeah, it's yeah, it just yeah. a bowl that is filled with a bunch of Capri Suns. It yeah. would be like a little punch bowl. I just opted to just put Capri Suns in the kids area instead. Yeah. You know, cause I'm like, eh. <laughs> I feel like making a nod to Abby at the bar is a little weird because she's a child. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I don't want people to like <laughs> think that it's like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. it's, it's the Abby's the one that'll really knock you on your ass. That's right. what it is. I, oh my God. I know. We like just this mix <laughs> a bunch of you. What we should do is we should just have Abby, <laughs> Like, we should just give her different drinks and be like, mix us something. And then that's the Abbey. Well, one, that's illegal. <laughs> Two. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> I didn't even think about Two, that. Two, I was thinking, like, we'll make a drink that when you drink it, that's how we feel after like a full day trying to entertain over. Abby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, if you drink one or two Abbey specials, you're flat on your ass. Yeah. It's like liquid birth control. Like you never <laughs> want to have kids. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So we're hitching signature cocktails and we're ditching uh, asking parents permission to get married. Yeah. Because gross. So check us out on social media <laughs> if you like this. And let me know if you think that I could go get married in Vegas and still have a big ceremony. Because honestly, it's so often on my mind. It sounds fun. Yeah. But uh, check us out on social media at Something Blue Podcast. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you like the pod. Share with your friends. Send me some well wishes because my ankle hurts right now. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> also, send us an email with any questions, ideas for topics, and crazy chaotic planning stories and wedding drama to be featured in our next Wedding Nightmares segment. Oh, I love that segment. It's <laughs> somethingbluepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Super original. thank you for listening to something blue wedding planning with a 21st century bride and groom i'm the bride and i'm the groom with 497 days to go happy planning i'm going to lay down because i am so stupid and hurt my ankle and i just gotta we gotta lay down (laughs) (laughs) yes we do